Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your host, Daniel Powinski and Eduardo Manteca, this is the Know Thyself Podcast. All right, I think we're good to go. Welcome to the Know Thyself Podcast. I'm Eduardo. I'm here with Daniel. Hello. And uh, here we go. Um, today we're going to be taking on more of a conversation about a concept that Daniel and I decided to you know, bring up regarding most of the topics we've talked about in the last, probably the last two seasons. And so uh, I am excited, man, to kind of get into this idea, this idea of the um, square and the circle, which many of you might know. Um, some people might think of the square and the circle um, and, and in regards to alchemy uh, with the center of the circle and the center of the square being the center of who we are. I mean, I kind of read a few different things regarding that as far as like what lies in the center of that square and the, and the square being the four elements that surround the being, right? And then um, when you kind of look at this diagram and, and the square and the circle, I kind of like perplexing, you know, uh, uh, physicists and soda and all this other stuff. There's so much information on this that I'm like, I'm glad to just have a conversation with you about it because like yeah. what I read about it in regards to um, an alchemy, you know, kind of really explains the whole micro and the macro that we've talked about. And of course, always going back to as, as above, so below and so below as above. And so that's exciting that, you know, in this topic, it's so... Um, it's so open to interpretation, but also there's specifics about it that many people have probably done, you know, a lot of studying on uh, in regards to it. And I have like at least three or four pages here um, regarding um, what it might imitate and what it might really mean for uh, this representation of this diagram. So I'll go with my notes along the way with Daniel as we kind of open up this conversation. Again, it's not really like one defined uh, topic today as much as it's going to be sort of this open discussion, as I mentioned. So so let's do it, man. I hope yeah, that kind of makes awesome. sense. But, no, perfect, man. Great introduction. And this aspect of squaring the circle um, and what this entails. And to even approach this conversation, we kind of have to look at both elements of the square and the circle and what they represent. And you did a great job of explaining the square as the four elements and kind of the four cardinal points. So this is really going to represent materialization, and the circle is really going to be infinite consciousness. Right. And this aspect of squaring the surface, the circle, is really this aspect of pulling this infinite potential, which we spoke about in alchemy as that mm -hmm. one thing, and pulling it down into existence, so it can actually be observed and experienced by consciousness. Right. And ourselves are the same aspect of this. And so... Really, what we're dealing with here is the idea of the universal life force being electromagnetic energy, which is something that quantum physics is pointing to at this point. And all sciences, even material sciences, are leaving to this understanding that this entire experience is an electromagnetic ocean mm -hmm. that we're experiencing. And so the same idea as you can't look at the sun at 12 o'clock noon, right? It's going to damage your eyes. We've spoke about this before. You can't stare at the awesomeness of God. 
it would make you go blind. It's it's too overwhelming. So we talked about this, you know, using the water to be a reflection of the sun, right. which is that feminine aspect, right? And using reflection to be able to perceive and understand that universal life force consciousness. And so this is what we're looking at today. What this squaring of the the the, the squaring of the circle is the aspect of creating a vehicle for this non-centralized energy of God that permits all things to take in occupation in this space that's provided. Right. Hence, what will be called Mother Nature. And so this universal life force is working all around us at all times. It's, it's the space that's occupied and it's the space in between. And we've spoke about this, but what we're doing today is really taking this understanding of really spiritual electricity, Mm. And becoming a spiritual electrician, which is what Taoism is. You know, this is what a lot of these esoteric principles are. What is Kundalini? It's a it's a serpent that goes up your spine. Right. How does electricity move in the same kind of serpent-like fashion? Which is also going to again elude what the Gnostics really claim about what the snake represents in the Garden of Eden. And it goes even deeper to this aspect. And all sake snibbleism is gonna kind of fall back to this aspect, but the idea that this non-localized energy, which is the universal life force, which we almost consider as the creative father and the kind of the masculine component of creation, needs to have housing. It needs to have a space for its energy to be dissipated in because right. in its pure form, it's too awesome to see. And so it's what mother nature is, which is the wife of the cosmic father, provides forms for these energies to be dropped down like a drop down transformer to make this energy slow down enough for us to perceive it and this is all things this is this is animals this is plants this is non-life things you know these are the the table that's in this room the computer right anything that has that takes up this space is connected of this electromagnetic energy and what we are doing is we're perceiving the housing of this energy Right. And so Mother Nature is a step-down generator, right? A step-down transformer, right? That lowers that energy. Just like when you see power lines, you know, running in your neighborhoods, there's a step-down process there because that voltage is too powerful. It would, it would blow away all your electronic devices, yeah. right? So it has this step-down aspect, and that's exactly what we're seeing, i.e. creation. This is the stepped-down energy of the universal consciousness taking in its all of its forms. And now as we see through the evolution of consciousness, new forms are introduced for accelerated, deeper understanding of what consciousness entails, right? We're still playing with fire today, just like the ancients were, but our fire is in our electronical devices. We actually kind of plug into this energy, mm -hmm. okay? And so this energy is always around us. It's just depending now, are we aware of that? And so what the squaring of the circle is this awareness that this is all a vehicle for the expression of consciousness, which is not, not a new topic that we're coming through, but to understand the role of Mother Nature and how Mother Nature actually seduces the universal consciousness to come and take form. Okay, and if you've ever had a psychedelic experience, one of the things you notice is forms are not as defined. 
And there's actually kind of, you can almost see the energy around aspects, especially nature, anything that's actually kind of living through that process. And we see it, it kind of pushes through that form. And it's because when you go through those experiences, you kind of raise up that transmitter of perception, you know, because it's usually leveled at this one point. And so when we think about this spiritual process, we think of ourselves as spiritual electricians, and we're turning up that transmitter so we can perceive more of this pureness consciousness energy. But this consciousness needs a vehicle to partake in, okay? And so our vehicle is a vehicle of consciousness. This, you know, the plants, animals, rocks, everything is a vehicle of consciousness right. that has to take a, a, you know, a unique form. And that's all what we're kind of looking at here is this, this aspect of this universal consciousness has to step down and take form in the feminine. And the feminine creates this housing, right? And this is why housing very much is, we see them in like squares, right? right? Um, this is what this whole connection is. And even when you start looking at electricity in its general applicable ways, it's going to operate the same way of squaring the circle. Um, and, um, and so that's kind of what we're looking at to kind of explore and, and think about in this conversation. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's what I referred to when I said the anima and the anima, sorry, the male and the female energies of the animalistic instincts that need to kind of come out of that, um, that box and go center within the fifth element, the fifth element, just being that sort of like wholeness, the understanding, the center point of what we're all trying to get to. And I feel like that's sort of something that you can come across a lot when it, it comes to sort of spiritual uh, enlightenment or spiritual growth is that you're trying to come out of the things that we've talked about, even in the last couple episodes, even with Lucifer, it's just like where you choose to put your energy into and what desires you actually fulfill, um, that take you away from that center point. And that center point being in that circle is finding that, you know, you got the four elements around you and then you have the totality of the fifth element in the center, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, you know, this, this aspect of this, this vessel, you know, it's this vessel and it's this space for, for this understanding, but the same thing that desires consciousness to be pulled in that the sacred feminine is calling in is the same inner desire you have to explore your consciousness. Right. The same thing that's pulling this energy from the infinite to the finite. So we can experience that same call, that same transmitter is the same voice that's within you right. to explore yourself and to explore this energy that is the emanation of this life force, right? And we're and we're really starting to kind of understand that that fire and electricity aspect of of our consciousness and how it responds to this to the sea of electromagnetic energy that we kind of find ourselves in. And Very that's cool. kind of what this um what this kind of this kind of vessel looks for. And so, you know, it's it's so interesting because it's it's even hard for us, and you know we, we might have not even taken a moment to think about this today. And so let's let's afford this moment that we're about to approach with this thought that you know God is is everywhere. So there's no nothing to find him against because he is all things. Okay, even the forms that are taking are an emanation of this universal life energy, mm -hmm. right? Which is electromagnetic is electromagnetic energy, and so we have nothing to compare it against. Okay. And so there's this, this like almost this, again, this hide and seek that we spoke about in these past episodes, right? Where you literally can kind of go through your whole life and existence without seeing this energy, right? Where, which is that universal consciousness, which is very opposite 
to this mother energy. Right. Mother nature needs you to see her. She desires you to see her. She calls out for your attention. Look at me. You know, look at I mean, even just the experiences we go through. She pulls you into this reality of experience this. You know, when we go through, we have the most beautiful aspects that happen in Mother Nature, but we also can have the most, you know, challenging things that we go through too. Yeah. And, and she calls your attention. Look at this. Look at me. Look, watch me. See me. It's, it's this pulling, again, like this aspect of this seducive quality, but not so much seducive in the sexual, but just to pull you in. And it's the same thing what self-development is. It's the same thing of itself in knowledge is there's like this inner voice that kind of calls to you. And this is the same thing that calls and pulls that universal life energy to take form for experience and for the further evolution of that consciousness. And so that circle, what that represents, that resembles with this spiral of God that we spoke about. And this is what we also spoke about with time, how time is this formative aspect, mm -hmm. right? But God is not just time in history, right? Right, Because then he would be, if he was time in history, that would mean that there would be something that would have to kind of be on the outside of that. It's time, history, and all of the experiences in between and what we find ourselves in. And so that's the circle that's always spiraling in on itself, always giving new creation, always giving new blueprints. And the form that that circle calls for and gets reception from and gives birth to is the vehicle, which is that sacred feminine, which is mother nature. So it's which, like the physical and the spiritual. It's like the physical and the spiritual, but this understanding that the physical is here to give space and understanding and exploration for the physical. Yeah. Okay. For the, for the spiritual. spiritual. Yeah. Okay. And like just this aspect. And again, when we speak about feminine and masculine, Please go back to the episode of Law and Gender so you know yeah. that these are both components that live with inside of us. We both have male and female aspects. And actually, in the story of this, in the conversation, in the context of this conversation, we're actually all women in the eyes of, of this universal life force energy because we're all the vehicles of its energy. We're the right. reception of that energy. So if we are going to get into like an argument about that, we could actually really discuss it, the idea that we're all actually, you know, this universal life force women's because it's that receptive energy of this universal life force that's kind of playing through us. Um, but that's exactly what we're looking at here. We're looking at vessels for exploration. Okay. Even when you think about, you know, even when you think about um, the aspect of like romantic intercourse between any kind of partner, okay, this is, this is a universal law that, that plays with anything. So I'm not just talking about male, female, I'm even talking about same sex here. In that, in that experience, there's usually somebody who's being receiving and being explored, and there's an explorer. So it doesn't matter what, what gender you right. actually are. You could be the female that's doing the exploring, but we take that aspect of creation and understand that there needs to be energy, there needs to be space for the energy to go into, mm -hmm. right? This is exactly what creation is. Creation is the, the tune down, the the true, the, the, transformer has actually dropped down okay and it drops down to this vibration and again if if you've had psychedelic experiences like i kind of mentioned in the beginning this is something that you can kind of perceive and it's hard to kind of put your finger on what's happening because you you kind of do see between the lines at this point and you right. can actually kind of feel this vibration um and you kind of see the the lovely desire of mother nature like she 
longs to desire for consciousness to come take the form and to give it new vehicles, new expressions, give it the most beautiful of the snake skins as it kind of sheds its skin. It's, it desires to give more forms of expression. It wants to give more forms of expression. Same thing with our self-development. The deeper you go, the deeper your desire is to keep going, right? It, it's, the, it's the thousand petal lotus. It keeps unfolding, right? It's this infinite aspect. And that's exactly what this is. It's, it's this desire to explore, you know, in the, this feminine aspect lives inside of us. And it says, explore me, look at me, find me, right? right? Release me. This is because this is the same thing. It's needing you to go down and explore this form and understand how, how this energy works. And again, this, this goes to anybody, you know, whatever they identify as this, this aspect and this component is within us, but to see it visually is a great experience. And it's how we actually can, you know, quantify experience of like, you know, even the space in between. And so when we were talking about, you know, universal life force is hard to understand because we have nothing yet to compare against because it is all things. And so we have to start understanding it in its isolated vehicles or its housing. Okay. And so anytime God's energy has to come down, it has to be stepped down. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is why the astrological houses are set up as 12 houses. This is a step down storehouse vehicle for energy for later dissipation into the micro, right? right? This is a macro house. Right. This is a large house, but it's breaking up the 12 energies of God, which when you look at kind of covers personalities and kind of completion in that realm. Um, and so I want to kind of check in with you. Does this resonate? Is no, this, are no. you fall? Okay. I mean, I, I really, uh, I, I think exploring what is inside of this of this diagram or this image, if you find it, um, you know, can have endless um, ideas, you know, come forth. And I think that what you're talking about right now is more, you know, dialed into the idea of like what people have seen within the circle, because both the square and the circle have a center, right? Mm -hmm. And so like talking about the micro and the macro and how it's aligned in this way, or even, you know, let's go back a second when you're talking about the circle being basically, you know, as I was identifying it with the spirit, you're talking about it, you know, being God. I think that's, that's a great place to start from because, you know, I don't understand why so many people have had a trouble explaining this. Um, it seems so uh, straightforward, but I feel like what you're doing right now to answer your question that you asked me, if, if this is sort of like resonating, um, the answer first is yes. But second of all, like I want to keep opening up that, that door to, to what this is really encompassing, you know, like with the square on the outside and the circle on the inside, I feel like, you know, even what you're saying about the female energy, uh, is so important that I don't think people really have, uh, a true understanding of. And, and it's interesting because we use these words like feminine, masculine, and we have to sort of like make this declaration and pause and say, well, what we're really talking about isn't so much just the gender, but the energies that are involved. And so I think, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, so far so good. I mean, I'm just waiting to, to, um, to kind of understand like how, how they both work in, in conjunction, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's exactly what we're doing is being able to explore the forms, i.e. creation, right. to find this universal energy and finding it in all things. So it does kind of allude back to that, that hide and seek aspect. And 
One of the things that is unique about this this consciousness and this universal consciousness is as you start approaching, there's there's a reverb that almost pulls you in, um, and you go almost um, little progress that's made towards this universal consciousness. There's a, there's this rush of enthusiasm. There's this rush of expansion, yeah. and it's it's kind of how we kind of approach. And again, it's finding that universal principle in this five cent cube kind of reality as well, because with the form. The thing about the form is God's energy kind of spills over. It's this infinite energy that keeps giving. Well, that's opposite for the the female. Right. The female recycles everything in this aspect. So the female aspect of component of consciousness recycles everything. Mother nature recycles everything. Once we die, we're, we're, we already start disintegrating. We go back to the earth. We go back to the soil. Everything does. Everything returns back. And so when we kind of look at this aspect, it's finding that universalness within creation. Mm-hmm. And she's got the code of creation because these are the natural laws. And that's what she's dissipating. When we turn down the transmitter, the only way the transformer, and it starts to take form... These forms are natural laws. These are the laws that we live by. And so this is what the idea of going with the flow is. You're now touching into that universal consciousness electricity, and you're grounding in it. You're walking with God in that aspect, right? You're grounding that situation. And that's what's going to help us kind of maneuver and more understand this this five-sense reality. Because we are in a reality that life is finite. Everything is going to be taken by the sands of time. So what... What is the one thing that's going to be infinite? What's right. the way, where's the circle? Well, the circle is consciousness. Right. This is the great work. You know, really, and compared to your exploration of your consciousness, all other things are kind of second to that. Because again, we've spoke about this. The more expansion you have in this realm, the more you can share. And so, when we're looking to square the the circle, we're really focusing in on finding those universal aspects and that universal energy that's beyond these forms, but also at the same time, celebrating these forms as the aspects of consciousness and creation that we can see and we can partake in. And again, exploring them, being a vessels for exploration, because again, not only our own vessel, which is kind of our chariot, but all of the things that we find in our surroundings. You know, we don't see the electricity that's in the environment, but it's all what's making up. We're in this electric universe, Right, and this is this is going to be the, the you know the aspect of why in the Old Testament the universal energy is always considered fire, right? And we kind of think about what this universal energy does of fire and energy and electromagnetic energy. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings light to the darkness. Right. All of a sudden, we're not afraid of predators at night, and then we learn that natural law even more, and now we're able to plug things into the wall and charge them. Right. So we've now taken this thing that looked like magic because we learned natural laws. We've taken the idea of it being magic because it's now de-occulted and it's used and it's not no longer magic, it's technology. When did that transformation change? When did it go from magic of lighting up a light bulb at maybe um, one of those city fairs in like the early 18, like 70s, 1880s to being this acceptable thing that like my niece is just like, what do you mean the iPad's not charged? You know, like it's just like coming at you. Um, But do we see how when we learn natural laws, we can actually, 
we get the reverence and the honor to be able to utilize these natural laws into the betterment of ourselves. Right. And, you know, electricity does a lot of things. It gives a lot of comforts. It gives these technology, right? And, you know, we don't really think about that. We don't think about the spiritual aspect of, of electricity. And you know I don't because I'm always like rage against the machine and I'm like losing my phone every five minutes. Well, maybe that my perspective on that needs to be a little bit of adjusted right? because this is a universal thing. And even when you look at the North American faceplate, that's not a coincidence that it looks like it's got two slits in the mouth Yeah, because you're plugging your outlets into the face of creation. Yeah. And that's what you're tapping into. And this is something that we just, you know, we just accept, but and we still call them males and females. And it's exactly what it is. It's that reception and mm-hmm. that insert. Okay. And so and you have to, you have to know that code in doing an electrician. That's going to save your life knowing that aspect. Well, it's going to save your life positive, in this realm. Right. Exactly. Understanding the negative positive. How does this energy flow? How do I ground myself in the flow? What is the flow? Right. It's, it goes down to the Trinity protons, neutrons, electrons. Okay. And these electrons are meant for us to bend to our will, but not our own will, the highest will of creation, universal consciousness, the the development of that, not, not Daniel's will, right? right? The highest will. And that's what the white magician does. And it works tirelessly to align themselves, to be able to learn the natural laws, not to bend them, but to assess the, assist them in the creation and the evolution of consciousness. Um, but you know, even think about like um, your breaker box on your house. Right. It's a rectangle, it's a square. They're squaring the circle. The circle is the circuit of the electricity in your house. Right. Boom, housing. You have to drop down the housing of the electricity to be able to be used. What is the zodiac? Drop down transformer. Boom, it took that universal consciousness energy with all those together, drops it down into more of an understanding that consciousness can perceive. Mm -hmm. And now as consciousness weight raises itself up, the higher vibration it can perceive. And this is why you can talk to somebody about cause and effect and they can understand the spiritual aspects of it. And then you can talk to somebody else about cause and effect and they don't because this person had a higher vibration. Right. Your vibe attracts your tribe, right? And this is something that we say and it just kind of comes out, but there is a, there is a fundamental law that is literally the same law that is taking our voices right now and sending it across the world is the same law that it makes up the universe and it makes up the space in between. I mean, just look what happens when we understood that natural law and what it was used for kind of creating light and, you know, a little bit of safety and giving these kind of comforts to further explore consciousness. But isn't it funny that these capacities come with the evolution of consciousness, you know, and, and again, I'm not one to say that um, electricity was, this was the first time it was discovered. I think with things like the Baghdad battery and the experiences of the ancients, right. I think they had a great understanding of spirit of electricity. Um, I think it was kind of something that was more of like a wheel and more of a cycle that we kind of lost connection with. Hence maybe the dark ages and that kind of aspect of why it was maybe coined that. Um, but we lost this understanding. Now, spiritually, we understand that it works, but that's because of the microcosmic and the macro right. as above, so below, you know? Um, and so that's what we're, we're really looking at um, and kind of just understanding, you know, even our relationship to electricity in this age of Aquarius that we find ourselves in, you know, how are we utilizing that energy? Um, are we utilizing that for the great work? Um, or is this for, you know, our own kind of um, dopamine, 
you know, processors and just kind of to keep like, oh, you know, just to kind of keep us entertained. And so it's with great, <laughs> I, I say this all the time, like who knows that I would have quoted Spider-Man so much on this podcast, but like with great power comes great responsibility. Um, but just this idea of electricity and this idea of like a step down aspect to be able to perceive the, the energy of the most, awesome divine that we can't experience. And so it has to be kind of stepped down. And the mother gives that vehicle for experiences, you know? And then we even think about the aspect of like childbirth. Well, that the woman is giving, providing the vehicles for the fire, AKA the semen, a vehicle for that body to express consciousness, right? So it's giving the space. And even if, again, same-sex marriages and they want to artificially inseminate and they want to have a child, more power to you. In the laboratory, it's doing the same thing to the right. egg, right? It's, it's Again, it's got nothing to do with that kind of connection, but it's universally still should be understood of what's kind of happening here, but there's a space giving for consciousness to kind of expand. And so we kind of think about this even like when we move into new spaces, these new spaces become these vehicles for new consciousness, new expression, moving to a new place, traveling, you know, even going to a store that you've never been to. You don't think of it as this like, female experience but this is why when you ever ask like an old man what his car is named 99 percent of the time it has a female name and mm-hmm. it's not so much because he's like thinking about his like old sweetheart from high school but maybe but more of the time it's because this is where energy goes to manifest it's the body it's the vehicle and it's it's the most beautiful aspect in the world and it's what teaches us and it's it's actually what gets us back up to climb back up to divinity the ladder to heaven is the sacred feminine right and she gives higher more purified expressions as we travel up um and this is in what you would call a gnosticism sophia which is which you know which is so interesting because in the gnostic story we really get this idea that there was a female sacrifice and she mm-hmm. sacrificed it herself to be what would later become Mother Nature. Right. Um, and so again, I, I'm really excited. And I think this is kind of where this conversation is kind of leading the podcast to of a little bit more exploration in this in this aspect of Sophia. And um, Gnosticism. And Gnosticism, right. yeah. And so Gnosticism plays a big role with Sophia. Um, and again, they, they kind of have a little bit of a perception difference on what occurred with the snake. Yeah. Um, you know, and they really kind of see this aspect. And you know, on that comment um, and on that statement, they very much explore Sophia with this kind of Lucifer connection. Um, and they kind of represent two of the same things. So kind of that energy we spoke about last week with yeah. the light. What are we talking about here? This is that electricity, right? This is that light bearer. When we think about Prometheus taking the light from heaven, well, what is that? That's the drop-down transformer. Right. That's the drop-down of that vibration down to an energy that we can perceive it. Well, the problem is, is when we drop that energy down and we perceive it, if we don't know these laws, it's going to hurt because mother nature desires you to know. She's like, why, 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 why can't you understand these patterns? I'm putting them out so beautifully in front of you. But again, we've, we've made man-made patterns, which we've based off of creation, but they're kind of like almost like a mockery, you know? And that's when we kind of get into the whole aspect of the legal system, the financial system and even political systems, how they were based off of nature, but not so much. Yeah. Um, and that's why we kind of love into two problems. Um, and, um, and so that's kind of what we're kind of looking at approaching. And again, I don't want to, I know that 
when you say male and female energies right now, that's kind of like a supercharged conversation. But again, these are these aspects that live within us. Um, and we both have both of those aspects. And again, if we think about it in this electromagnetic field, just like we spoke about, we are all actually the women and kind of, of, of the, of creation. Right. Right. I love everything you're saying, man. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Again, the, with the squaring of the circle of having the physical and the spiritual in one, you know, you have to sort of decipher between, you know, what comes with those four cardinal walls and then what is actually lying within that electro electromagnetic circle of, of energy and everything that is divine. And I feel like, again, it's just always what we talk about, which is like raising ourselves up to the next vibration to understand what this all entails. And I feel like, you know, we kind of keep doing this dance and I think it's, I don't know if it's for our own good. I don't know if it's, if it's put this way in nature, but you know, we do this dance between those four elements and then understanding, you know, where it all kind of makes itself uh, apparent in, in the center um, of the circle and the square all in one. Um, I just think that this is how it's always going to go with, with regards to, to our understanding of the universal law and, you know, our spiritual development. I think it's always going to be this battle of understanding, you know, because I, th I feel like, you know, one of the things that happens over us is we have a natural ability to perceive the four elements. You can see them, you can smell them, you can feel them, you know, even if you have in your five cent construct, some kind of, um, this ability, you still can feel one of many of those, of those elements, but the true way of seeing it is you know what is in that circle and that's the hardest thing to accomplish in my opinion um because we have this sort of this like evident uh four four elements four walls the four uh the square that that surrounds us but we don't really take um sometimes the next step kind of like what you're saying about electricity and how we've taken it for granted you know it's like rather than like aiding in the evolution of consciousness it's sort of allowing us to be in some very introverted or not introverted but um inverted fashion like more not dumbed down but sort of like well there's no need to 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 explore where this energy comes from it's already there for me so therefore it's right. been discovered and it's like no that's a lie right you know well you know and that's the the tough thing about mother nature is um there's beauty in even the illusion yes you know what i mean even though deep down inside we know that again all this is this one energy and the and the god is this this combination of these male and female energies right but when we see the expression of it again having to be toned down to us in this in this female um that's exactly that's exactly what we're kind of perceiving there you know in this just this aspect of again you know localized pockets of this universal inf information and right. this is actually why um you know um you see in um, like hindu art they'll do kali guard dancing on Shiva, which mm. is God, and it looks like it's dead, but she's dancing on top of it. Well, what it's doing is it's pushing out those energy to go into those localized pockets. And, you know, and one of those things is you made such a good point when you were talking about how it's easy just to get stuck in kind of the, the four elements and the five sense reality, right? Because there is beauty, right? There is all this aspect that kind of pull you in and think that this is, that this is everything. Um, and it's so interesting because it's actually, it's these manifestation of these natural laws. It's actually Mother Nature who punishes us when we break those laws. But this universal consciousness isn't impeding. Right. 
it's just always sitting there and it's not uncomfortable, but it's always right there with you. And this is why when even your five sense reality can pulling down on you and your whole life can be ending, there could still be a peaceness that you reach to and it's right on your shoulder and it's always been. Um, and it, it doesn't call for your attention where mother nature does. This doesn't, it's just, it's just always right there with you. Um, and it's not awkward. It's, it's actually kind of what's calling for us to explore. And it's who mother nature is trying to introduce us to. Right. It's like, I need you to meet your father. Um, but we're all so damn scared. Um, and so we just keep hiding in those illusions and those comforts that mother nature provides and that, mm. you know, almost getting overly nourished. Um, and then she has to bring in her laws and she is the, you know, she is the ultimate law keeper because these laws come from the most high. So if you don't have respect for these laws, you don't have the respect for the most high, you're not part of creation. And that's exactly what mm -hmm. happens. Um, and that's exactly where we, you know, might find ourselves now, but the same thing that pulls the universe down is the same thing that pulls you within the same thing. When we were talking about the Hermetica and we were one-on-one -on -one with the universal consciousness right. and we were in that oneness and that thing that pulled our attention to look into the abyss, that abyss was the sacred feminine. That was this, that was this desire to take form. And we spoke about this. And as soon as you looked down, you started to fall. Right. Gravity took care of you. And that, and that started the cycle of necessity, which is the cycle of the soul that looking down, um, and then, and then the pull, well, that's the pull into you are going through the transformer right there. You are getting pulled down into reality. And that started your, this episode of consciousness that has continued to this day to where we're best friends chatting with each other. Absolutely, Does that man. make sense? You yeah. know what I mean? And well, we kind of brought this up in rituals. I kind of, you kind of, yeah. you know, we sort of talked about that. And I think you even talked about it. There's something in the Hermetica that talks about the, the rituals in magic and how the representation in magic has this sort of like understanding of squares and, and with the circle, you know, yeah. like having both. And I love that what you're saying about having the respect of all four uh, elements, uh, if, if you're not completely in alignment with nature, nature will find a way to punish yeah, you. And so it's absolutely. like this, 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 not an illusion, but this, um, this perception of like what magic is has to have this greater understanding that we're talking about right now before you can even use that energy for right. good or even evil. I mean, even like we talked about it with the Luciferians is, uh, you know, even for, before we talked about Luciferians, we talked about those who use this sort of power for good or for evil both of them still have the same understanding and respect for what is actually happening though. Oh, most Or else definitely. it doesn't work, right? Yeah. So Good point with the, the respect there. That was like the best term. I think well, that was a way, great way to I remember you and I have talked about this. You're like, hey man, just because it's being used for wrong doesn't mean that those people don't also acknowledge what right. those who use it for good do as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, and even there's, you know, you get into kind of what people kind of perceive as the agendas of the elite. And that's, they believe that they are doing the great work, you know, and that's an interesting thing to kind of, Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's an interesting conversation that maybe someday we'll be able to have. On, yeah. Yeah. You know? We should definitely have the conversation one day. That was something I never really, I mean, when I was a kid and we would have these after school, um, when I was in Catholic school, we'd have these after school sort of like open discussions with like some of our teachers that, you know, were teaching, you know, things beyond Bible study, which is like the morale of humans. One of them, I remember, and it really haunted me at the time because I was a kid. It was so hard for me to grasp what he was saying, but I understand obviously later on what he meant, uh, which is that neutrality and like there's a, whether it's for good or for evil, there's still a neutrality in the idea of the respect of what is 
occurring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that makes no sense. Because if you're, if you're against the idea of God or the idea of like what is actually occurring for the greater good, then you shouldn't have the key to open that door. And he's like, no, no, actually people know how to open that door, even if it is for the wrong, if they have a greater understanding of what we're talking about right here. Right. And I was like, I hate, I mean, I just remember I was so, I, was, I don't know what grade I was in, but I was like, no, you're wrong. I was yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, I remember this guy was telling me, uh, this teacher who taught religious studies, he was saying like, hey, like, I'm not, I'm just telling you how it is in the natural, in the natural world. Like there, there are people who have this understanding. And I remember just thinking like, and so back to what you just said, that those who are doing the wrong or the evil do still believe they're doing it for the greater good, for the greater cause. And yeah. yeah. You know, and I, and I don't mean to use the word elites there because I don't want to sound like, like a 1% kind of person. Just, you know, dark Luciferians. Yeah, yeah. Say, I know because there is some individuals that have really, through their own will, become very successful. And they're all about consciousness expansion. Yes. Um, and um, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, it kind of brought up the kind of conversation too about like the baby versus the prize fighter. Even though the prize fighter could be arrogant, he could be, you know, a bad family individual, he could speak badly about everybody. That doesn't mean that the baby in the boxing competition is going to win because he's pure and wholesome. Mm. Like the prize fighter is still going to win that fight. And it's not just, even though that baby was adorable, you know what I mean? Right. And again, we're not, we're not promoting that at all, but like just that understanding, right? I know what, what mean, that, yeah. yeah. You know, and so, um, you know, this, you brought up a great point too about magic, man. And I, and I, and I was, I saw that slipping from the mind and I, I could just totally see that making the notes. Oh, let's bring but, it back. Let's bring it back because, you know, it is it is interesting how this conversation is really just an extension of not only the rituals, but Lucifer and kind of the esoteric significance of blood because we were kind of talking about electricity and how blood kind of is that conductor, mm-hmm. right? And so when you think about that, where do you conduct all your magic rituals from? In a circle, mm-hmm. you know, and you are the five-pointed star right. with your two legs, your two arms, and your head. You are the magician working within that realm. Um, and so the circle is th- is the same. You are partaking in that. And it's actually your movement in that kind of squares the circle. And you're almost kind of making your own manifestation. And again, that's why you balance it out with the elements and you take it through that that process. Um, you know, and just again, this these these vessels are a way to see God in motion and to experience this universal life force. Um, and this is you know, again, we really kind of understand too that we're 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 a pull down transformer too. So when we were kind of talking about the the two zodiac, this is the aspects too of those the stars and how they're connected to us, you know. And we're moving around stars, and that's exactly what we are. We're moving around stardust, and that's not something we, I think, give ourselves enough credit for or really understand it. But this 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 consciousness and this reconnection back to that circle right and that all giving all loving energy of universal creation again this is this is our birthright this is what we were born into and this is the ultimate goal in life is to reconnect to that and again finding the beauty in in the material and understanding that but understanding that this creation is used for the expression the expansion and the evolution of consciousness right um and that's kind of what we're we're kind of looking at, you know, and it's the different clothing of God, you know, and how it makes up everything and also the energy that powers it through, you know, the light bulb is the vessel, right? And that would represent the manifestation of this energy, the energy that comes through and lights up that light bulb, 
Well, that's that universal life force, mm. right? And that's at a higher wattage mm-hmm. than the bad, the, than the bulb, right? right? Because it kind of fits within it. And that's exactly how it is, the proper wattage and, you know, your wattage. But let's think about that, you know, especially again in North America, you've got a face there on your face plane. Anytime you're actually plugging electricity in, think of it as that controlling of electrons, which is those electrons are the creative aspect, that one thing in alchemy. It's the, the, the base of all, it's... It's the lowest common denominator, right? Right. That's what you're controlling when you plug into the face of God. And like, look, it's two slits in a mouth. Like it couldn't be anymore. And when you ground that, and that's a grounded outlet that we're looking at right now, when that's grounded and you're grounded with the flow with God, that's when you're walking with universal consciousness. And that's what puts you in alignment. And this is what, when we hear stuff in like the new age movement of like, go with the flow. And it's all about the vibes. There's deep aspects to those words. And I know it gets printed on shirts and people just like kind of stop, you just kind of start reading it without thinking it, but there's a really, really deep connection there. You know, there's a really, really deep beauty in understanding that fire that lights up these vessels. And even when the vessel loses that fire, how quickly mother nature kind of recycles it and how it's always recycling. But the universal father can kind of, it just kind of spills over. You know, and even, you know, um, you can even think about that with, um, you know, um, how individuals utilize, um, like their energies, um, and how it can kind of, a lot of times we're just spilling over our creative electrical power of ourselves and not giving it vessels for expression. Right. And how many times do we do that? How many times do we just spill energy over, you know, um, and again, like not to call everybody out, but like. Young men, what? how often do you spill that cup up? And what vessel are you actually putting that creative energy in? You know, same thing with females. Like, you know, sexual energy is that energy that kind of pulls it together. Also, your mental energy. How many times is that spilling over? You know, your physical attention of what you're paying attention to. How many times is that spilling over? Are you actually giving it a vessel to explore this aspect of consciousness? Or is it just kind of spilling onto the table? You know, and it's infinite. So you can kind of always spill it, but you're never going to be able to create. You're never going to take it to that next step. You're never going to impregnate that aspect of a thought to be able to make it manifest and come into our lives. And that's what we're kind of looking for here. And so really thinking of ourselves as spiritual electricians and understanding that this energy is working through us. And we're just kind of turning up this transformer um, to able to perceive and climb a higher realm. And you don't have to climb a mountain to know the higher you get, the better the air. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we follow this up. We follow the jack's beanstalk what's right. jack's beanstalk that's your spinal column and you have to climb it to the top and there's going to be monsters and you're going to face demons but you're going to use this universal creation and this understanding of the mother and the father that's protecting you on this path and you're going to be you know valiant against these aspects and these obstacles um and so it's just this it's just this like beautiful thing to just even think about and you know even if you're like i to formulate this idea like or to kind of formulate this conversation I stared at a cactus for like three and a half hours yesterday. Like just like thinking, like not just like blank staring. I mean, at some points it probably was, but just like looking at how that energy and like the shapes it took, the form, how it has these little spikes on the side. And again, it's like this, this beautiful aspect um, of how the, the feminine component of us calls out for attention. Look at my form, look at my curves, look at my beauty, Mm -hmm. you know, and we do like, you know, that's even... 
even when there's a, a beautiful man like walking by and you notice them, you're like, wow, that person is stunning. Like man or female, depending on what your attraction is, that it doesn't mean that a, a man can't be beautiful. It's pulling out a female component of like pulling your attention to be like, wow, look at that person. They're doing real, that's, that's amazing. But that, that pulling attention, that's i.e. creation, i.e. manifestation, which is this, this feminine component. And it's the, the vessels for this, this non-localized energy to become localized. Right. So non-localized energy that's everywhere and all permitting to become localized, experienced, understood, um, and incorporated. Well said, man. Well said, 100%. No, I, I, I really want to like, when you talk about the spillage, I think that's, that's something that we need to really take into consideration. I mean, me personally, um, and I'm sure, you know, my wife won't appreciate me saying this, you know, it's like, Oh, that's our private life. But I, I always want to like use myself as an example. Um, not, uh, I'm shaking my head right now, Lindsay. <laughs> I'm saying no, Eddie. <laughs> no, don't say it. No, I'm just saying like, there are times where in nature, I feel like the containment that we have. So this container that we, that we have, you know, say the four walls and the square, um, they're so well secured and they're so well, um, preserved, I should say that what to do with the energy inside becomes more and more difficult. And it has to become a discipline as to what to do with that energy. And me, uh, as the male in the relationship with her, you know, I feel like I build up the energy, but rather than like finding a way to purposefully, um, you know, let it operate at a higher vibration, it spills over into something less important. And she notices that. And sometimes it just needs validation. And sometimes she just needs to say like, Hey, you know, maybe this isn't something you should be so concerned with or so, um, how do I say sort of like, it's just misplaced energy and she calls it out so quickly. And that's all I really wanted to say, but I like the yeah. spillage you're talking about. So if we could learn more about how to find that container for that energy and use it for good, use it for a higher purpose, um, that spillage won't occur. Right. You know, um, that's all I was really going to say about that. But I, I feel like she always is the one who can like read between the lines a lot quicker. And, you know, I've always said this to, to you as a friend and, and other people that I've known in my life that have, um, that have been having some kind of issue like that. And I could say like, what ails thy brother, you know, like what, what is really the issue here? And I really just think it's a misplacement of that, of that energy and not really having the understanding of that squaring the circle, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah. I didn't divulge much about my life there. Just saying, no, you that know, was it's beautiful. just nice to have a partner who can always like call it out and say like, Hey, you know, I think, this battle isn't worth fighting or this like energy is misplaced, you know? Yeah. So when you're talking about the spillage, it just sort of like resonates with, with me and, um, and how it can be better, better assessed. Yeah, absolutely. No. And that was, that was a great point. And you know, one of the things we talk about with these vessels of how we need vessels for this energy to experience. And so it doesn't, you know, cause trouble inside internally, right? right. It needs these expressions. We've talked about how desires need expressions, um, and understanding too, that your vehicles are going to evolve that need these expressions. And we're going to kind of maybe put new squares to different circles at different times in our life and have to adjust that housing, oh, well said, you know, dude. and kind yeah. of look at that, look at that pattern and be like, well, this, this housing sent up for this, it grounded this energy here and it kind of squared yes. the circle, but at, at one point in my life, but now I Absolutely. need to adjust that, you know? Um, and so again, looking at this like electrician and you can actually get into chop talk. Like if you 
if you know an electrician, just talk to them. Like with this idea in mind, they don't even have to be spiritual. Just talk to them about how housing's electricity is set up. And it's going to be one of the best downloads you've ever had because you're going to see exactly how the system works, how we open up, you know, how we open up terminals, how we close terminals, how this energy kind of just flows through us. Um, and we are that conductor. Right. right. And we are that copper. And, you know, and just look about how awesome, like, if you want to have any understanding of how awesomeness this energy is without form, well, look what happens when electricity moves through water. It will kill you. Right. You know what I mean? It will literally cook you. And it would, it's, and, it, and you would think that in the most purest sense it wouldn't, but that's, there's not enough, you know, container for that with that water. So that electricity is going to find it. It needs to be channeled appropriately right you know with responsibility with care and prestige and mostly with grace and that's really where where we come in when we think about how do we how do we as alchemists connect to this um and again this is just approaching the idea of squaring in a circle we really actually didn't kind of break it down visually which yeah, is so funny like it's the, such a you deep have the outer circle then you have the triangle yeah. then you have the square and then you have the circle and then the outer circle is like the universe and mm -hmm. then the inner circle is like our universe and there's so many different ways to like mm -hmm. interpret this in alchemy but i really do think like i mean yeah we're i know we're just touching the surface on this but i still think you've done a beautiful job of sort of understanding the more important thing that lies within that diagram so again if you look at the circle or if you look up like in the hermetica you can yeah, see the, yeah. the the symbol of what we're talking about the square in the circle and you're like oh this is what they're talking about but we're really talking more about more of what's going on uh within the triangle within the deeper um purpose of of of, of this of this drawing that people have been sort of trying not trying to but have been describing um for many centuries you know uh mm -hmm. with 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 this whole um with this whole uh equate not qu equation but this sort of like uh unsolved problem if you will you right know? yeah no man it's just it's so interesting and you know again even biologically when we just think of it in simple ideas of like well who gave you your body your mother. Right. You know what I mean? And we spoke about that with the esoteric significance and the and the connection we have with our mother or this this chariot, the chariot which is your body. I mean it's the chariot of your soul, you know, and we kind of think about that aspect. Um, you know, and how this and how, you know, not only does the um you know, the feminine pull out these essences of creation for experience, but he, even how the, the feminine pulls out the essences within us, mm -hmm. you know, and even how like taking into, you know, you think about the aspect of like the effects of alcohol and cannabis, what well, people do that to pull, there's a desire to kind of pull out this other essence of themselves and kind of put that on display. Exactly. Um, and again, so like, there's just so many levels and layers to this aspect of how we interact in our relationship with creation that's um, so important man i feel like I, I had to cut you off right there just because like you, you in this episode you know dale and i've talked about conversations we have before we hit record or after we hit record but here on this episode right now you're kind of having a realistic like in real time like how daniel and i sort of talk and again i don't mean to cut you off but you've been dropping a lot of very important notes i i really feel like i should be like pulling out my notebook right now because like, I want to go back to this. I want to go back to this. And like, even what you just said about, you know, um, the substances we used in order to draw out something of ourselves that's sort of underneath the surface is, is a beautiful thing to bring up because I feel like 
that in itself doesn't have a quite the understanding or individuals don't have quite an understanding of why you even do that. I mean, you've talked to people before where they're like, oh, I just one day started using the substance and, and they never even took the time to ask like, what was I drawing out of myself that felt oppressed or suppressed? Um, so I think that's awesome that you're saying that, man, because that's completely true. Yeah, you know, and again, man, we... That feminine energy you're talking about, or just like the essence you're talking about. That's yeah, there. and just working with those essences, you know, and understanding how this how this um, mother nature works within us and outside of us. Um, and yeah, man, I think we, we kind of knew that approaching this conversation, that this was going to be something that not only were we excited to talk about, but we knew that this is going to be kind of a topic that's going to kind of carry on through this, the study of the Bible, obviously the study of Gnosticism and just um, kind of everything that we're approaching in these next couple months, you know, as conversations. Yeah. No, I love this topic. I I, I think that it sort of has lended itself to, again, open another door that we're going to, you know, keep going through. I mean, we said that with the seven stages of alchemy that we weren't done just yet, or even when we talked about the the um, lost principle, you know, and having that generative force, like we're going to keep doing this. And I think just like the circle we talk about inside of the square, it's like, it's never really going to end as far as how we bring up another uh, topic that sort of circumvents or comes right back to, um, you know, everything that we're, we're right. trying to do here for ourselves in the physical world, as well as what, um, you know, above us and in, in, in the outer world of, of this, of the square, you know? Right. Right. You know, and again, I think, um, when we kind of, again, think about it in this universal alchemical aspect, um, again, the universal alchemical aspect of God is androgynous. And again, it's separating up these ideas so we could understand them. But again, we have to understand that the common denominator is this wholeness. That's the completeness of everything. Right. You know? And so making, we, so we say the word, you know, this is universal father, universal mother, but it's the same thing. We're just talking about the night and the day, mm-hmm. you know, the up and the down um, to get the, the most complete picture as possible. Oh, I love it, dude. Um, well, anything else you want to add to that? I mean, I have, again, another couple pages of all this, but I feel like what you've covered so far is just exactly what I had uh, in mind in regards to, especially with the feminine energy, I really wanted to bring that up. And I want to do more episodes on that, on really the distinction between the two and how it all encompasses into one, especially all coming from the female. I think that's great yeah. that you said that. Yeah. And, and again, we're not spe- specific to the gender roles that most people out there might think we're talking about, but that'll come as uh, as you listen to our episodes, you'll understand like, oh, I see what they're meaning by these definitions or what right. they mean by these definitions. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have, no, I have nothing else to add to that. I, I really just enjoyed listening to what you had to say. Cause again, um, you know, if you want to learn more about it, I'm sure you can, uh, you know, just search it on the internet as far as like squaring the circle goes. Right. I like the Hermetica. Um, I like to use that just as a point of reference, but there's so much more to that. And especially with um, other authors in alchemy um, that have brought this up and have an understanding of it. And just even looking at the diagram itself is really, is really it's, powerful. You kind of like get lost into that, you know, sort of like the mandala. You oh, know, perfect. You just said you it know? right there, man. That's exact. that's in Western mandala right yeah. there. And you just completely said it, that you can take this and we didn't even approach that today as a whole meditation exercise. I mean, you kind of focus on all parts and then you pull in the whole, which is kind of funny because that's exactly what we were just talking about of taking the multiple parts and connecting that whole universal androgynous understanding. Well, what you did with the cactus, I thought was a great example of that. 
Oh, uh, you know, and that was very interesting, Matt. And that was um, so unique, you know, and again, mother nature just like pulls this out of you. And again, I, I speak about the psychedelic experiences, um, not saying I've ever did any, but that's a, that's a lie. Um, and like, <laughs> and like, you know, you, there's this desire and there's this excitement that nature gives you in that mm-hmm. moment of like, look at me, like, look how beautiful I am. And that's, and you like really resonate with that. And when you kind of start thinking about that, you're like, I wasn't making that up. Like, that's just something I don't tap into. Now, you know, we've talked about the energy that comes off of, you know, plants and stuff and how it's a little bit more sensitive in that realm. But this is what we're doing. Like, there's this enjoyment for this, this pulling in and this expression of universal energy. And it wants to express for us because the reason why it's a vehicle is to be perceived by us. Right. Because we are climbing the ladders of consciousness. Again, we're not at the top, not not even close, but within this realm, we have responsibility because we are the highest consciousness in this five sense reality that we find ourselves in right. currently. You know? I love it, man. Dude, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> and so are we going to, are we going to chat before the holidays or is this going to, what, what's, what's even the date today? Uh, so today is the 16th. Okay. So I think we'll have, oh, we'll totally um, chat before the holidays. Yeah, and I'll be back. Uh, I'm going to be out of town for a few days and I'll be back um, late Monday night. So I think right after that, oh, cool. we'll, we'll, we'll do something before the holidays come and we'll, we'll um, yeah, I think, I think, I, I mean, I have a few ideas that I was going to run by you and we'll talk after the, after the episode, but um, you know, we're almost approaching that end of the year, you know? So it's kind of yeah, crazy. The end of the calendar year kind of coming up and, you know, always if individuals are traveling as well as yourself, Eduardo, safe travels. Thank you. you know, loving friend. journeys. Thank May you, Sagittarius have your back like they do and Jupiter. And, um, but yeah, we're looking forward to just kind of, again, I think there's just such a unique horizon of topics still to come. Um, and then we still got to go back, you know, like when I was listening to that Venus episode, I'm like, I don't even say anything I liked. Like, you know, I was like, I want <laughs> to go back. Mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. we've, and we've said that even after episodes where like yeah. we flip a thing of notes and you're like, oh dude, I forgot that I had this whole oh, thing. Page, and we're like, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, so we got to come back. Well, um, we will. I mean, I, I, it's evident to you, the listener, when you make comments about how digestible this information is based on the fact that Daniel and I are able to sort of condense so much information. Um, but we're also very aware that we're doing that when we're doing it, because if we did, we'd have these episodes go on for like three hours. And I'm sure there's people out there who are great fans who'd be like, do it three hours. I got the time. Right. But, but in reality, you know, I feel like I, I personally like the way we've done this. So I think we should definitely um, eventually talk to the fans, talk to other individuals and to ourselves, you and I about which topics we can sort of do a 2.0 on or a part two yeah. on. And we've done that. We did it with time. And I think we're going to do another episode on right. time eventually. And then, um, man, there's just, there's, there's a lot and, and I don't want it all to get away. And and then of course, you know, every time I listen to an old episode, I'm like, why didn't we bring this? And I'm like, okay, there's, there'll right. be a, there'll be a space for that. Uh-huh. So, so I'm excited, you know? Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, Well, cool, man. Until next time, I guess. Until next time. Excellent, dude.